Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! He's Not trained, Georgia. I've never been to Georgia. It's a nice place I hear. It is a nice place. I've nice been Atlanta, but not Georgia. Anyway. That is that is Georgia. Anyways, oh my gosh, uh, delete what I just said, y'all. I was kidding. Anyway, hey, Afterbus fans, welcome to our Blackish After that. Show. <laughs> We're here for season one, episode twenty-three. Please don't ask. Please don't tell. I'm your host, Courtney Tezano. For um, I'm your host, Courtney Tezano. You guys can keep in touch with me at Tezano's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm just noticing, is that the title of this episode? Mm-hmm. Please don't ask, please don't tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. They added a few extra please. But anyways, you guys, you guys can uh, go ahead and head over to YouTube if you aren't already watching and subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to our um, SoundCloud. We have everything for you for our after shows. Um, and be sure to use the hashtag ABTV Blackish. I'm joined my lovely co-host. You can introduce yourself. Hey, you guys, it's Stacey Ike. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at One Take Stace. Ignore. Please don't ask about that first comment I made. It was stupid. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's start the show. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So we had a very exciting show. We had a guest star this episode, Raven Simone. Mm-hmm. She's been guest starring on a lot of shows yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy to see her back outside of her Cosby show years. I know that was a while ago, but that's what she's famously known for. Um, so this episode, as I predicted, was about Mother's Day. Barely. But it they took a very twisted yeah. turn, a very different turn, and it touched a lot on... Um, we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. We talked about a lot of different issues this Mother's Day episode. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we see is the things that black people never talk about. <laughs> and of course, Dre has to start off each episode. And this episode, he was saying that black people don't talk about suit buttons. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about liking blurred lines. <laughs> by Which is Robin really Thicke. funny because I don't know what black people he knows, but... I mean, we was really down with Robin Thicke for a minute. I know. So, yeah. I mean, until he screwed up. But look, we still love the music. <laughs> right. And then he also said, uh, we don't talk about having gay people in our family. And that is what this whole episode is circled around. Mm-hmm. Raven Simone is actually Dre's sister, Rhonda, and she happens to be his gay sister, his lesbian sister. Mm-hmm. So uh, what did you think about ABC covering a topic that we do not see that often on TV, or at least on that network? I was... Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I was surprised, but not that surprised because ABC has covered it yeah, in terms like of Modern like Family. Modern Family, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, wait. I think Modern Family is on Fox. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, Grey's Anatomy, we've seen on How to Get Away with Murder. We've seen it on a couple other shows. So, they definitely talk about it. It's just that I didn't expect it on Blackish because it's such a younger family show with so many different ages that can watch at the same time. So that's why I was surprised. Um, But I thought it was interesting. I mean, they, ABC, I think, is doing a really good job of 
of punching the mark and really going beyond what we, you know, want to talk about, not just black people, but people. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, this stuff isn't always on TV at 7 p.m. on primetime. So that was pretty, pretty interesting. I thought it was interesting. And they talk about this. The title is just so funny. The fact that they use the don't ask, don't tell Mm -hmm. and then put please don't, please Mm -hmm. don't. Um, And so it's just so interesting that they um, made this a black thing that black people do not talk about having gay people in their family. Right. So um, we see that Ruby, Grandma Ruby, she always brings the, the comedy. But this episode, I thought it, the comedy aspect was a little overboard. I mean, she's pretty much saying that um, everyone is acknowledging Rhonda's girlfriend as her mechanic roommate, and they're not wanting to um, admit the fact that she is a lesbian. So what did you think about her humor this episode with the sensitive topic? I honestly thought it was a little stereotypical, and I was mm-hmm. a little disappointed <laughs> just because I do appreciate the humor and you know, even some of the different religious perspectives. I do appreciate that stuff, but it's it's so specific that they would have her play it and, and with the certain phrases she used and even the way the kids interacted with it. It was a little like, okay, I get it. And it was very, like, the characters were very distinct this episode in terms yes. of the way they were thinking, and I thought that was interesting. But again, like... They didn't really open up minds with the characters. They kind of kept them. They didn't push the the envelope. They kind of stayed in the stereotype. It stayed in the stereotype, and it was a little too... I was like, but, you know, every grandma doesn't react like that. And Mm -hmm. even if it is a religious thing, she wouldn't necessarily say that, or he wouldn't necessarily say that. So, I mean, it made sense for Grandma Ruby in a sense, but Mm -hmm. some of it I was like... That's just so typical, I guess. Yeah, and I thought it was so interesting because this is a satire. Um, we can't take things too, we have to take things a little bit more lightly, but to talk about such a highly charged political issue that we're dealing with right now and a human, human rights issue, um, I thought that it was kind of weird to talk about a satire and, I mean, for it to be a satire talking about such large issues. I mean, it is true that this happens in some families, but the way that they went about it, I don't know if that's true for everybody because I think that you know, gay marriage is a lot more accepted. So, I mean, what did you think about from that aspect, it being a satire and them touching on this? Um, and we're getting real political, you guys. I'm sorry. No, but I this, mean, is a, this is the episode that actually, you know, it, it really touches on some hard hitting issues, even though it makes just fun of a lot of yeah. jokes and laughs. Mm-hmm. And, but that's the thing. Like, they're not going to, I don't expect Blackish to do a super serious episode mm-hmm. without some kind of humor. That exactly. would, that wouldn't be true to the show. So I, again, like that's not really a problem for me. It's just that some of the humor was too specific. It was too stereotypical. But then again, like I said, the characters on the show have very distinct roles mm-hmm. and this was one of those episodes I was like, oh, Junior's supposed to play the stupid guy. Oh, but he's always spo- honestly, yeah, he's like, always playing just, the more, yeah, more ditzy guy. Diane's a smart kid who's mm-hmm. also mischievous a little bit. It was just very, you know, and it sometimes I do like when their characters fuse together just a little bit because you're like, ooh, like other people have different things you can learn about them and and there are other character points in you know that we've that we haven't explored yet but i think this was just very specific for me so i don't know i mean yeah and i, I think the only two that kind of merged together for me was our guest star our guest star raven who played ronda and dre i think they fused together the best along with obviously the twins i think every episode they have to stick together and uh they still really bounced off each other so i love to see that but since we're talking about a mother's day episode the aspects where they really talked about like you know we got to see dre and Rhonda's relationship I kind of wanted to see more like celebration of moms 
Like, I understand everybody was prepped. Yeah, that was you know. nothing like we expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just predicting, like, oh, man, they got to do a Mother's Day episode. It's coming up. And, you know, I, I guess it's kind of, um, as you said, interesting that they went about it this route because it is something that needs to be talked about. And it is something that, you know, black people don't like to say. As we saw, Charlie was bringing all the humor mm-hmm. when he was talking that about was his brother and his brother's husband. Friend. No, Yo, he said at husband, the end it was husband. He was like, he's my brother's husband, but he's not he's gay. Not Okay. Yeah. And last time we took a nice little trip to Fire Island for uh was it for a conference or something? I don't even know what he was talking about. It was about. a very long, overly exaggerated uh reason to say this is a gay marriage. Yeah. So he definitely um he every time I really love Charlie's character is that he really he truly brings the funny. Yeah. So um that was good to see. Now when we get back to uh Dre and Rhonda's relationship, I thought it was so funny that he said they weren't really close. But I thought the way that they interacted when they were like making the sandwich, I thought, you know, every, every relationship is different. But being that she is lesbian and that he is Dre, who's extra, um, I thought that it was like kind of like a brotherly relationship the way they acted. Yeah. No, like, I real see short. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, now that you say that, that makes a lot of sense. Cause when they were playing basketball before he brought it up, she did the same thing. They kind of had the same type of humor. Not that a girl and guy can't play basketball together. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. But cause me and my brother, oh my God, we play basketball together all the time. Um, but yeah, because I'm the girl in the relationship and I'm like, hey, brother, like, talk to me about whatever. And I want to, like, really know him. And he's, like, doing what Dre and Rhonda did. Shutting each other Yeah, just kind of like, whatever, whatever, cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Get the mayonnaise on it. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, they had more of a, like, bro bro friendship versus, or bro relationship versus, like, a a typical sister brother. Which, again, was, that was something that I think was a a cool depiction of that um, versus, like, other parts that I was like, I don't get it. So, you know. I mean, and um, just to touch on the all the bromance, I thought it was so funny that Junior, his gaydar, his everything is just like, he's not on point with this stuff. I mean, the fact that you don't know what bromance, it means brother romance Spang- or Spanglish. Spanglish. I was like, they're doing chillax. too much. Yeah, they're really trying to um, cast him in a certain um like stereotype and I don't I don't really get it uh, I'd love to see him act a little bit more intelligent that's the thing I but, get it but I don't understand why because he's the brother that he is very he is smart we've seen that he's intelligent well, he's, we've seen we, he's, as we talked about the yard there's a very big difference between nerd and geek and junior is a nerd he, I mean, he's absolutely, he, he's a nerd in the aspect that he's intelligent, but he's really geeky because I don't think his social skills are really on point. Okay, that's, that makes sense. And I see it in his character. It's just that some of the ways, some of the lines that he has, I'm like, that just seems like even he wouldn't say that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, but then you see Diane's lines and you're like, oh my, I just feel like I'm having a really, a conversation with a grown woman when I see her talk. I'm like, mm-hmm. This is crazy. She's like 10 on the show. It's it's nuts. Yeah. Do you think that they're trying to play off of that whole um, girls mature faster than guys um, thing? Because I, that's what I pretty much see with the twins. I see that. And I think it's re- I think it's funny because I think it's kind of true sometimes mm-hmm. in most aspects. But even even this episode, this was a funny way to see like finally um the jack kind of step up and be even though it was at the end it was perfect timing for him to be like okay you think i haven't learned something a thing or two from you and your maturity and your mischief you know mm-hmm. i got you so the joke was on her at the end but it was just so funny the way she was kind of like dictating through the episode i was like this is a grown woman this is hilarious yeah, yeah. definitely i mean the kids are kids always bring an interesting dynamic to the storyline um but i just thought it was so many great phrases that um mm. that dre and ronda used when they were making that sandwiches trying to make one was uh trying to make 
what was it? Trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Right. And then uh, one that she pointed out was one monkey, uh, one monkey don't, wait, I can't even read it, you guys, but it was basically alluding to the fact that, um, you know, you don't run this show, I'm going to pretty much live my life and all of that stuff. Right. So that was great, um, a great segue into talking about the whole a gay marriage and so uh, Bo has a really good relationship with her sister-in-law she accepts her sister's girlfriend do you remember her name a sh- Sh- uh, Sean. Sean no something Sharon, Sean- Sharon. on Sharon, okay, on okay, Sharon. On Sharon. so sh- they have a pretty good relationship and obviously you know gay straight bisexual women get along we understand each other regardless and so I thought it was really great that they had that type of relationship and then Bo was able to kind of be the mediator between mm-hmm. Dre and Rhonda um but what did you think about um, the way that Dre went about telling... No, went about talking to his sister about her um, her engagement and her marriage? Well, even to rewind back, I don't know if I like the way that um, Bo exposed that they were getting married. Because she definitely told her in confidence, like, yeah, hey, like, was- I'm not really sure. And then she was like, mm-hmm. you need to be about her brother because your sister's getting married. I was like love where you're going with that but that wasn't your play I mean it makes sense they're husband and wife like it's not like but, but not even but. just from husband and wife I mean from the fact that Bo is a sister-in-law mm-hmm. being she's family a, being, yeah she's family but being the sister-in-law like the fact that I know and your blood your flesh and blood doesn't know I think that's a problem yeah. so I understand how she you know reacted just like you gotta get it together mm-hmm. um, but I do think that Dre took it a lot further than her this episode at the family dinner or at the brunch that they had for Mother's Day how could you do that yeah, how could he, you take somebody because Dre once he once he has the power it's all about him you mm-hmm. know what I mean like I feel I saw him and he was like I, he literally said it. he goes I thought I was being the hero and I'm like but this didn't have nothing to do with you bruh like this really wasn't about you so I think it's interesting because Dre does that a lot mm-hmm. and this was like again this was a like very character driven episode I feel like I really saw who everybody was even though I mean it's episode 23 and we already knew but it was another like punch in the face like by the way this is who's who you know and here's some new introductions so I I don't know I think the way they had the conversation well, first of all, them. for people that I know it's the after show, but just to give you like a recap of what happened at the brunch, um, Dre pretty much exposes the fact that she, his sister Rhonda is getting married and we already know that grandma Ruby is not, she is not accepting. I can't get it out. You guys, she's not accepting of the fact that her daughter is gay. She keeps saying that this is again, her mechanic roommate. And that, that (laughs) one of the things that she said was that she, they're just waiting for God to send her a man that's attractive enough for her. And I just thought all of those things, I mean, I know somebody has gone through that before. So it was like, Parts of it was funny because of um, of Grandma Ruby's delivery, or, but a lot of it was just like, wow, like, we really think that way. Or, like, a lot of people are really judgmental that way. Mm-hmm. But what did you think about Grandma Ruby's reaction to the whole thing? I think I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. And it is an honest depiction. It's just, like I said, I think it was a little stereotypical for this show, but I guess it makes sense because Grandma Ruby is very biblical in a sense. Like she's kind of one of those grandmas that like cusses on the side but still loves Jesus. Like you know that they have that in the the black grandma on pretty much every show. I feel like um, so it made sense for Grandma Ruby to react that way. And I thought it was it was funny overall. But some of it I'm like that's too much or that doesn't mm-hmm. seem but I mean again like it's an honest depiction for somebody and somebody's family has dealt with that and I think I'd have somebody in my family probably be like oh crap like you know and they wouldn't really know how to handle it so if that happened to um, 
you know, if a, if a family member came out and said that. So I don't know. I think it was funny overall. But I don't know. I think they could have maybe went. I just I don't know. I'm. I guess I'll just say that it was fine overall because I'm not really sure what other way they would have done it for Grandma Ruby. I mean, her character is very loud and fun and eccentric, mm-hmm. so it made sense for her. Mm-hmm. And before we get um, deeper into exactly what she says, let's go back to the fact that Dre. I feel like he's always influenced by his coworkers. I mean, very most of the time it's not good. And um, when he went to his coworkers and talked about like the fact that his sister could be gay, not even acknowledging the fact that she is, he got feedback from his boss saying that he was a gay rights advocate and he has bumper stickers and he's been down since Modern Family and we all know that's not been around that long. So actually, it's been around. It's been around like. Not as long as people no, have No, obviously. Gay, so. But I'm like, Modern Family's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, more than I expected. But continue. Yeah. And so, I um, I thought it was so interesting how he always allows his coworkers to change his opinion or to kind of alter where he wants to go with things. Um, and where did this new coworker come from? The one that went to college and all yeah, girl college? that was random. Well, they always, like, trade out the girl who talks in the, in the meetings. Because mm-hmm. there was a couple episodes ago, it was, like, the Indian woman who, um, and I think I'm, I, I think, there was like her and then there was another woman that had like a short haircut and like cub ups. Anyway, like there's just so many different women that they'll have play up whatever's going on, you know, be specific to the episode. Mm-hmm. And also I think the whole influencing of the coworkers thing is new because at first he would go talk to them and make fun of them and be like, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about and move on. But I feel like now I personally see it more where they're at. He's like, I can't believe I'm listening to them. And at least the last five I mean, episodes. I mean, I think he's, um, he's listened to them as far as like reprimanding his kids and, you know, in past episodes. So I think, Maybe in the beginning. It's been he, longer. Yeah, I think it has been a while that he's been like, he is, that's like his therapy session. He goes to his, <laughs> he goes to his meetings and ends up talking about his personal life. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't do that at the workplace. You're literally having a breakdown about your family issues and everybody's like having a kumbaya moment. Like, that's I mean, a lot. if you're, if you're the boss, you can. I mean, yeah. If you're the boss, so. I mean, that, that's very true. Um, so we see that that he ends up getting that advice from his coworkers, and then goes and talks to his sister and again we already said that he is very accepting of it so at this family brunch oh my gosh grandma ruby i'd have to take a deep breath to what she did <laughs> but um she first of all the kids already knew that their um aunt besides junior was gay mm-hmm. or was a lesbian and um the way that they reacted i thought we would have seen a different reaction from the kids as opposed to grandma ruby but now that i'm thinking about it you know kids are growing up and are a lot more um accepting of things and are exposed to a lot more and um are not as judgmental and i think grandma ruby's generation comes from a very strict bible um based um group mm-hmm. and so when grandma ruby starts talking about um we're gonna um let's just call him the black jesus and all of the things she was saying about leviticus and how it's an abomination mm-hmm. i was just like oh my god i can't believe they're doing this on tv it was a lot it was yeah. a lot to take in and i think it was you know now that you shed a little bit more light on it it was a huge juxtaposition of the young and the old and those kind of stereotypes because i think there are still some families that maybe their kids don't talk about that or haven't been exposed and there's others that are like you're five and you can dress however you want and you can kind of choose and and this is up to you and that kind of thing so it's a very interesting time and i feel like some of grandma ruby's age mates are like 
along with it and some are like mm, I'm probably going to die with my belief so it's mm-hmm. just it was like, a very like her prayer circle yeah. that was going to lay hands on, um, <laughs> on she said they're all women that could do harm I was oh. like oh my goodness yeah that was funny I mean I think parents always have good intentions and uh, we can't really fault her for the way that she was raised that's all I will say now mm. uh, Dre goes a step further and says if you don't accept my sister then I can't accept you and Grandma Ruby, I thought she was going to be like, oh, I got to keep my baby. All right. Mm. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to turn she the other cheek. She <laughs> said, let me kiss my grandbabies for the final time. Like, what is <laughs> Grandma Ruby yeah. is just another level. I would have loved to see how Pops would have reacted to this type of um, episode. Being that um, Rhonda is a lesbian, I wonder if he would have been a little bit more you know accepting of it because I feel like those gender roles would have changed things for him mm-hmm. what do you think that's interesting I think he could have he would have been like well let's pop a beer together I think I could just see pops reacting like that or I don't know I, I don't think he'd give us the grandma Ruby response at you all you know I haven't I don't think we've seen that many men or in on TV at least I don't think we've seen that many men respond negatively to a woman being lesbian as we saw in the meeting Apparently being a lesbian is, is hot. Is hot. Yeah. And people just people think of it very drastically different than they do if it were a man who is um who is gay. Yeah. Um as we've seen on many different TV shows recently in prior. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> just to shout that out. If anyone watches, I know we're here for blackish. She said but Empire. I'm just saying, I mean, there are a lot of things happening on TV right now. Okay, so uh what did you think about the fact that uh Dre Dre when he was talking about his sister and how he wasn't really close to her and said she was um, basically he didn't accept her as she was growing into her lesbian ways and she fired back and said I was born lesbianic I think they were saying trying to yeah I think they yeah. were saying like lesbianic like the way Raven Simone said it it was like lesbianic I was like okay well she was trying to be funny so mm-hmm. so I think it was like he said you know I thought you were being lesbianified or something like that mm-hmm. throughout your growth and she was like I was born this way that's what mm-hmm. she was just trying to say so it was a very Lady Gaga moment um and what did I think about it? I mean, she was being true to herself and she mm-hmm. was saying true to that. And I think it's very interesting that, I mean, I don't know what you thought about this, but having Raven Smell play that role was very interesting because we've seen a lot in the media where Raven is, has not really, I guess, identified with a sexual orientation. She just kind of said she's like a human and a person and love me as who I am. But then there are also like media where she's with the girlfriend or whatever the case is. So I thought mm-hmm. that was an interesting way. To me, it was her official coming out. I know she's maybe she said it before and I didn't really know, but I feel yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't her official coming out. She has always been, not always, but for a while she's been known as lesbian. We know about her girlfriend. She's never... um she doesn't hide it. It's on her no, social media. No, I don't think she's denied it, but, but I just TV, know she, I don't feel like she's as clear with it. There's some, mm-hmm. she just kind of reminds me of an, uh, there's a few other celebrities that are just like, just, I'm just a person. I'm mm-hmm. not really trying to walk around and remind you who I am every day. Mm-hmm. So just, she just like Miley like, Cyrus right now with the whole gender right, queer thing. Right, right, she doesn't right. identify with any sex. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So that, I think, um, just seeing her in such a definite role was like, wow, that's very interesting. Like I always knew, but I didn't know that she was like talking about it on TV in a sense, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So no, it does. It does. Yeah. I thought they, they cast the perfect person for this. I mean, we can all identify with Raven Simone. Mm-hmm. She is open about her sexuality. And I think this is one of the few times we do see her play, you know, be herself. Mm-hmm. Like we've put her in this box that she is Olivia or she is, 
you know, she can play somebody's best friend or somebody's um, wife, but we never really see her in this, um, in a relationship where she's being herself. She's a lesbian. So I thought it was nice to, a nice touch for, from Kenya to add her into the cast. I wish she got to uh, wear her blonde hair, though, because I'm obsessed with her haircut. And oh, my god! I've actually talked to her about her hair once and at this uh, really cool event, and she was like, girl, yeah, I do not need to, like, I don't ever do extensions unless I have to do it for TV, and then now she, it's so funny because I'm like, your hair is amazing. So I wish she had did that, but anyway. You yeah. might as well go ahead and talk about the other fashion Can I? Saw. Oh, my go gosh. Ahead, girl. <laughs> So Tracy Ellis Ross was killing the game. This episode loved her Mother's Day brunch outfit. That was so suiting. The top bun, perfect. The lip color, everything was wonderful. And then if you guys notice, most of her other, um, most throughout the episode, she wore another outfit that was like this button up. And I just mm-hmm. love the way she wore because she had overalls on, but she didn't put them over. She just had them like laying over um, like pants. Um, and you can kind of see the buckles hanging and everything. And I just thought that was so cute age appropriate phenomenal like fabulous it was very tracy but like i said i just love how the combination of Bo and tracy in every all of her outfits i'm like this is funny that you identify her as tracy because really the person behind this is their costume designer too but that person on blackish that that person the costume the head of costume on uh, blackish her name is stacy so that Girl, works perfect. We feel each other. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Really okay, so do. let's go ahead and start talking about the actual event of Mother's Day. So the kids during, you know, kind of sprinkled in this episode are talking about what gifts they're going to get Bo. Um, we don't really see Dre or Rhonda talk about what they're getting Grandma Ruby. I guess mm. when you get to a certain age, having a brunch is enough. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I was expecting flowers, lavish, you know, right, catering right. to her. But again, that's, this is not all about Mother's Day, apparently. Uh, and so for the kids, for Diane and Jack, they pretty much are in typical fashion. They're making macaroni frames, mugs. and So funny. And then the coupon books. What did you think about how things flipped on Diane at the end when she thought she had the upper hand on Jack? I thought it was great. I think it was time because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think Jack, he loses a lot. And I think Diane needed a little bit of a kicking to see, okay, I, I, I can lose to him sometimes. So I thought that was really funny plus she trained him like that so mm-hmm. it's like all those lessons you were teaching him he was he was paying attention so I thought it was funny definitely and then how how in the world did he have timing like that to figure out if I cry right now I'm gonna get all the attention because he saw her face like he was like listen I have 20 seconds to like say face right now and I get it man because I'm you know the sibling rivalry really is very real around Mother's Day and Father's mm-hmm. Day it's like okay who's the best who's the, who's best? the favorite and right. then we get older and it's like who's combining the money because because uh, we all broke. We need to combine. We need to combine. So that's where we are now. I think there's some families when they get older, it's still a competition. Personally, a lot of us do start. All right, let's go ahead and get a joint gift for mom. Um, but it was just so funny. I was hoping that Jack would have reacted a little different. I thought it was great. He's hilarious. But I wanted him to um, react more so like, hey, like, how could you do that? I made mom this and I did that. Like, mm-hmm. because he's a kid, I would think his first reaction would to be like, hey. But like, they're not like that. They're not but I think Jack is like that. I don't think Diane is, but I think Jack is like that. And I I saw it a little bit that he was about to break. Right. But again, he broke down the right way. So happy to see him do that. But hold up. Where were Yara or Zoe and 
um, Junior's gifts. They don't care. No, like, no, no, no. You there? Just, there is an age cutoff, but honey, you are not even eighteen. Yeah, yet. no, not at all. That's crazy. It's not yet, and it's not. It's really not ever because mm-hmm. you're supposed to always want to give a Mother's Day gift. But it was really funny because they were like so uninvolved. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Okay, last thing that we're going to touch on before we leave you guys for this after show is family acceptance. I think that that is pretty much the over overarching theme of this episode is um, the fact that there's part of the family that accepts her and then Grandma Ruby. Um, But we see at the end of the episode that it's a sprinkle of acceptance from Ruby when she has a talk with her daughter, Mm. uh, Rhonda, and pretty much says, you know what? Send me the invitation. Mm. Did you think she was going to stop there? When she said, just send me the wedding invitation? She said, I'll open it. That cracked me up. That literally, the end line was so funny. I was like, that, I mean, it was a perfect, like, again, Grandma Ruby's character was very distinct this episode, and I thought it was really funny the way they, every dialogue, every sentence she had with, you know, the, her counterpart was just, it was perfect. So I love the way they ended it. I thought it was funny because... But they didn't end it that way. She said she's coming to the wedding. I'm saying, what if they ended it on, send me the invitation and, and I will open, open it. it. I thought that was more Grandma Ruby fashion, or in this episode, Mama Ruby. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, that honestly that could have been funnier actually. But (laughs) with the fact that they ended a thirty-minute sitcom with, okay, like you're still my daughter and I love you regardless of anything, I think that was a better way to end it and a better. I think ABC had a little bit to do with that because if they just straight up ended it like that, then it'd be like ABC don't support gay people. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy to see that they ended it that way, even though the whole like Jesus play your hands on her was a little too much no. um, way too much <laughs> still everybody is entitled to their beliefs so no. I, I completely understand but let's go ahead and head into predictions really quick mm. and now, I usually never have any you can't say that every time you gotta give me something come on Stacey mm, predictions so next week is you know what I would love a uh, episode about finals or something some something school related I mean it's it's legit finals now or maybe somebody's graduating in the family or something like that isn't Zoe 17 she's a senior is she is I she graduating high school yeah well you know don't quote me guys I do not know so if you leave nasty comments I apologize I don't remember um, <laughs> if she is that'd be amazing to have a graduation episode for her but if not just something school related finals maybe stay up all late overnight you know that kind of thing that'd be fun to watch so the kind parents of a, get involved kind of a kicking off summer yeah. Type of episode. yeah that'd be cool okay I would like to see this wedding to be completely honest I know we just saw Raven we're just introduced to Rhonda but I would really like to see if ABC is going to push the envelope and have a gay marriage on TV. Mm. That would be completely different from anything that we've seen. Well, the thing is, again, ABC on Grey's Anatomy, they like, I feel like the envelope was open. Pushed, I mean, it, it, it is, but for blackish, for blackish. Right, okay, okay. I think it's a little different. As I said, there's some things that black families don't talk about. Mm. And if she's really showing up to this wedding, I want to see how she's going to react, where this wedding's going to be. Are we going to have it at Fire Island? Are they going <laughs> to have it in a church? It's just a lot of things that can go into an episode like that. But again, we're wrapping it up soon. And I think we have two more episodes mm-hmm. um, before the finale. You know what? I actually think we have one more episode because that one might be an hour long. Oh, yeah. So we have, it's, it goes up to 25, right? I believe 24. But if not, oh, then that means two more episodes. Next episode. 
Next it may be next next week, but we already saw a few previews about the finale, and it's going to be amazing. We have yeah. some great musical guest stars. We have Mary J. Blige and um, and P. Diddy. So delete so, what we said if, if next week's the finale. Forget all that stuff. We'll save it for I'm season pretty two. Sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure next week is the finale because they've really been pubbing it with okay. the promos. So our predictions are irrelevant if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you guys, for season two, it would be awesome to see them bring back Raven-Simone and keep that family dynamic going. Going, yeah. see where that goes uh-huh. but anyways let us know what you think by using the hashtag blackish wait black what is it abtv ABT. blackish mm-hmm. abtv blackish let us know what you thought about this episode what you want to see in the season finale because it is going to be an hour-long special so a lot of different things to touch on um yara hinted at a few things that we might be getting our writers credit on so <laughs> we'll see if there's some individual stories being told in this next episode like she was saying yeah so anyways you guys can keep in touch with me at tesnos on twitter and instagram and be sure again to use that hashtag ABTV Blackish. You guys can keep in touch with me on Twitter and Instagram at One Take Stace. I'm also here on Sundays doing The Messengers. Awesome. So we will see you guys next week for what we hopefully think is the finale. Thank you guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.